Welcome to Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader, with your host, Mr. James Gardino Sr. That's me. I'm going to be talking about dividend stocks and investing for weekly cash flow. My main goal, 1% return per week. These are live trading sessions. If you want to join in, just let me know. Now, on with the show. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. This is James from Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader, where we talk about and we actively invest in dividend stocks for weekly and monthly cash flow. More specifically, we're looking to get a minor 1% return per week. We're doing right on target That for that this week. It is Friday, September 24th. Um, 2021. Let's jump on in, see where we are. The market's getting ready to close. We got uh, it's 3.49, 11 minutes to go. We got our five positions that we brought over from earlier. We gave you some pointers out for over the companies that we're, we're looking at during the week. See any kind of trades out there for you guys. Uh, CINF is first on our list. So let's put CINF in here into the one-year chart to give you an idea where we go. That's where we're going to start. Always, always start with the one-year chart first. We have an idea of the, the highs and lows for the whole year, the trends that it might be in at the moment. And then we break it down to the 90 days. So for the last 90 days, Cincinnati Financial has some pretty good support right at the 114 area. You know, uh, <clears throat> Had a high of 125.67. That was in the uh, towards the end of August. She's bouncing off this one one twelve, and uh, she's sitting at one sixteen fifty one. Now I know I sold the one twenty, so that one will just collect a premium and move on to next week, which is great because I believe we're actually going to collect the dividends on CINF this week, which is great. Um, also, a couple of other companies were due to collect dividends on this week. Three uh, M is next on the list. One two three M. So for the last 90 days, 3M had a high of 208.95. From there, she basically went sideways, little dip sideways, big dip. Okay, so from the high of 208, and that was back in um, early May. Okay, from the high there, she's sitting at 180 at the moment, bouncing off what looks like it'd be 177.5. She bounces off that, sitting at the 180 area. That's um, out of the area in which we sold, because I sold the uh, the 185s. So that's just free money yet again. All right, like that one. I believe I'm collecting dividends on 3M also. Cool beans. Philip Morris, another one we should be collecting dividends on this week. Uh, or is that next week? I don't know. I'll take a look, but hold on. All right, so Philip Morris for the last 90 days basically looked like an upward, sidewards trend. You know, not really hugely up, but then again, not so-so. Uh, she had some, the low at one, sorry, the low for the last 90 days of Philip Morris is 94.58. The high is at 106.51, bouncing off that uh, just recently, the beginning of the month. <clears throat> A little bit of retracement at the 99 area. So she's sitting at 102 at the moment. A <coughs> <coughs> mm. couple more days of this. Hopefully the next time you guys talk, we talk. Are you listening to me? This scratch of my voice will be gone. 
So I'm at the tail end of the COVID thing. All right, so Philip Morris, let's quickly take a look where we are. <clears throat> we got 600 shares at 106. She's sitting at 101. Don't even need to look at that one anymore. Thank you. Um, STX, I'm going to go to last because that one I'm having an issue with. And it looks like I'm going to have to buy something and sell something to uh, keep me from losing a bunch. But I'm going to cover that in a second. I'm going to go right to VFC because I want to carry STX right to the end, right to the closing bell. VFC. Now, you might think that I'm waiting for the closing bell. This is something I do on a, on a continuous basis. No, I don't. This very rarely, rarely happens that I am actually have to uh, sit in the last few minutes on the Friday of expiration, <laughs> sitting on the edge of your seat. Am I going to win? Am I going to lose? Uh, <coughs> just all part of the game. You know, every once in a while, you got to pay the fiddler, and I'm paying the fiddler today. And I know I'm paying the fiddler today. So I'm going to wait till the last minute, see what's happening. And um, maybe I can get out of it for less than a grand, I hope. All right, VFC, that's where we are. Okay, VFC is falling, not gracefully, I might add, from a 90.79 high back at the end of April. She fell to a, a 78.79 trading range, and it traded there for what looks like almost two months. Dropped down a little to 75 and then just kept on going, sitting at a low of 65.34. And that was just a couple of days ago. Oh, I feel almost bad for those people. To a point, you know, I say I say that to the point. Because I sold the 70 call, which basically means that's, you know, more free money. Hmm. Yay. And I collect dividends on that. So I'm collecting dividends on, I think, three companies. Ooh, beans. I collect dividends on three companies. Um, premiums on five. Wow. That's a heck of a lot better than just uh, dividends. Dividends and premiums. Oh, I learned a new, <coughs> I learned a neat little trick today. Um, I'm going to do a little bit of more research on it. But uh, basically doing covered calls, but kind of like a calendar spread. You know, it's called the calendar spread, but I'm going to do a calendar spread as if it was a covered call for weekly cash flow using the dividend stocks and see how the actual um, reacts because we know a few things going in and the calendar spread allows us to control more shares for less money which means more shares less money higher profits so you always got to wet um, weigh the difference between the pros and the cons yes it's going to be more money yes it's extremely safe bet because a calendar spread is almost the exact same as a covered call you're buying one call and then you're selling another one against it so you both have that leverage it's like 10 to 1 to 100 to 1 leverage <coughs> and uh, I'm going to do a little bit more experimenting on it before I actually introduce it but this whole year is going to be nothing but you know the strategy that I'm doing at the moment because this is what I've been, been doing, so what I've been teaching, and it's been the exact same for ooh, 10 years now. So I want to keep the consistency, and then I'll open up a different account and do a different trading approach with a different trading strategy. That way, I'll, I'll leave this one pure and just do you know the div cap plays and then the covered calls for the safest trades for those people out there that um, just starting out. Anyway, hope they appreciate it. Uh, all right, so the one that I'm concerned with is STX, and I got four minutes, and I'm just like so calm and cool about this, and I'm thinking to myself, oh, yay. 
All right. So for the last six months, STX started at a high at 106.22, and that was the beginning of May. That's when we bought it. We had put the high. I have been following it all, all the way down. It bounced off of, what is that? <coughs> 81. And she's sitting at 85.89. So it looks like I have to buy these things back. Damn. All right. So let's see what it sounds like. Create a closing order. So, I sold this thing for 50 or 60 cents the other day. <laughs> I got to buy it back for a freaking buck. Damn. All right, so that's a thousand bucks. So, it looks as if, uh, this is what it sounds like. I got to buy back 10 STX100 weeklies. The September uh, 20, uh, September, wait a minute, 24 September 21. All right, that's this Friday, which is today. And it's actually three minutes, so I better do that right now. So it cost me a thousand bucks. Now, I better change that real quick, make sure to do that market working. Yeah, that should have said market order. Ooh, that would piss me off. You know what? I better do market order. Because if I don't do market order and they leave it as a limit order. They might not fill it because they said, oh, it didn't reach the price. Blah, blah, blah. All right, so I'm changing that order to buy STX at the market. And it got filled at 116 All right, so there goes $1,100, $1,160. So $1,160 down the tubes. Anyway, it's not actually... Um, money down the two let me go to my account statement um, we're gonna put in stx stx all right now oh i gotta get out of that wait a second because uh, i don't want to see that those are the orders. I don't want to see the orders. I want to see the filled orders. All right. Sorry. What I was doing is um, <clears throat> I pulled up my account statement. Okay. See, the market's already closed. That thing should have yeah, it's already filled. Okay. So the market's already closed. Well, it's going to close in a minute. I'm looking at on the screen right in front of me now, for those of you listening and not, not actually um, watching, is I'm looking at all the orders that were filled on STX in the past uh, five or six months, but mainly just for the past couple of days. All right, so on the 20th, which was four days ago, I sold the 85 STX call for 39 cents a share. Okay, that gave me 390 bucks. Yay, towards my weekly goal, which is not bad. But, I say but, the stock price actually went through my, the stock price went through my strike price that I sold. So I had to buy back that option at $1.16 per share, which is, well, 70 something, about 70 cents loss. 
Okay, so I paid thirty nine. No, wait a minute. I sold it for thirty nine, and I paid one sixteen. You can't make a lot of money doing it that way. But needless to say, it is what it is. <clears throat> now, let me explain to you why I say it is what it is. Because STX, let's go back to the very beginning. All right, here it all began. What looks like May seventh where I bought a thousand shares of STX at $98.79. Now I'm going to go through the list of some of the uh, orders that I've got for STX since I bought it. Now, and I'm going to explain to you why as opposed to just buying the stock and collecting the dividend. Because a lot of people think that uh, dividend investing is where you buy the stock and you just collect the dividend and that's it. When I mean, a lot of people do that. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. You know, I don't condone it. What's you know, I don't, uh, you know, I don't poo-poo it anyway whatsoever. I think it's a you know great plan if it works for you, but um, it don't work for me. <laughs> you know, I love to be able to live off of you know two or three percent per year, but now I can't. So I got to live off of one or two percent per per uh, week. Um, makes it a lot easier to get to than that bigger number. Okay, as I was saying. I originally bought the stock for ninety-eight seventy-nine. The very first day, as soon as I bought it, I sold the covered call for someone to buy it from me at two dollars and thirty-nine cents. Okay. Now, which means I collected uh, twenty-three hundred ninety dollars, almost twenty-four hundred dollars. Okay, so that was from the very first day. If you look at it another way, it kind of reduces my cost. Of the stock from ninety eight seventy nine to was it that ninety six forty, so ninety six forty, but one way or the other. Uh, needless to say, that stock didn't fill, didn't get filled that week, and I ended up selling the ninety eight and a half calls the next week for sixty eight cents a share. Now I didn't. Even though I bought the stock at ninety-seven and a half, and I could have sold the ninety-seven and a half, I decided to sell the ninety-eight and ninety-eight and a halfs, which I don't know why, but you know it still brought me six hundred and eighty bucks. Um, and then um, the following week, I did the exact same thing. Well, that was the week of uh, the the twenty-eighth. Okay, so the week of the seventh, I brought in twenty-three hundred dollars, almost twenty-four. The very next week, which is the week of the fourteenth. Brought in six hundred and eighty. The um, the week of the twenty second, I brought in another three hundred and thirty. The week of the twenty eighth, I brought in three hundred and fifty. The week of the um, July sixth, I brought in two hundred and seventy, and then four hundred, then eight hundred and seventy, then five hundred, and six hundred and twenty. On on um, August second, I sold a ninety call. Oh, wait a minute. I had to buy it. Ooh, yeah, that's the first time I lost money on that one. I bought it for six I mean I sold it for sixty and I sold I had to buy it for one ten. Okay, so that didn't work out right. So the next week I sold the ninety one, brought in five hundred and sixty bucks. That bit me in the butt too. Had to go back and buy that back for a loss of seventy five cents. Okay. Is what it is. All right, so the following week, bring in 290, then I bring in uh, 410, I mean 430, then I bring in 510, then I bring in 700, and, 
730. Oh, yeah. Then I had to buy that one back at 244. That was the biggest ouch. Yeah, today's wasn't that bad. You know, but uh, I'm still up. You know, okay. So look at it this way. From the time frame I bought the stock from um, May. Oh, sorry. From June 7th to today, I collected the dividends twice. And I collected premiums 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. 17 premiums and I lost it. Uh, <coughs> I lost once, twice, three times. Yeah, three times, right? Yeah. Okay. So <coughs> I'm way ahead of the game. Okay, no matter how you want to look at it, if I was just going to collect dividends, it would have been, you know, XROI. But now I'm collecting the dividends and the premiums using a covered call basis, um, and only at certain times. It increases the uh, the return on on uh, percentage on return. So all that being said, all that being equal, I'm just going to move on to the uh, to next week. You know. Uh, this week looks like it was a wash. Um, so I don't think I made anything this week. So let's go back to... Yeah. Don't look like I sold anything this week. So I'm going to carry these five stocks into next week. But the good thing about that is I collect to get dividends on three of them. And then I think STX is either next week or the week after, which I'm excited about because I get a thousand of whatever those are. All right. All that being said, all that being equal, this being Friday, uh, the last Friday of the third quarter. That is true. Today is the last Friday of the third quarter of this year. That doesn't mean the fourth quarter begins next week. Well, kind of does, but doesn't mean Monday is the fourth quarter. No, fourth quarter doesn't start until I think Thursday, which is okay. So today is actually the last Friday of the third quarter. All right, this is James from Dividend Stock Talk. We'll catch you the next time, and uh, you guys have a great day. Oh, also, enjoy your weekend. that wraps up another session. I want to thank you for joining us. If you want to follow along with some of these live session trades, let us know. If you have any questions, we can get back to you and have a great day. Well, that wraps up another session. I want to thank you for joining us. If you want to follow along with some of these live session trades, let us know. If you have any questions, we can get back to you and have a great day.